have you here, Chid Nation? Are you following the Trump drama right now that is that has been unfolding in New York City? Uh, Trump then flew back to Mar-a-Lago, uh, where he issued a campaign speech and a little bit of a spin of these charges that he's facing, uh, facing 34 felony counts uh, of falsifying business records. And this has just been playing out like, of course, the soap opera we can all expect it to be. Uh, would love to know how you're feeling about it and how you're following it. You can, of course, send a text 780-496-0063 but we're talking about it right now with a guest who wrote an article for theconversation.com and says in the title forget stormy daniels and michael cohen it's accountants who could seal trump's fate so we're going to try and tease out exactly what that means with associate professor of business administration at simon simon fraser university dr jerry paul shepherd uh dr shepherd thank you so much for making the time really appreciate it well, thanks for having me. So, okay, we know that there are a slew of charges against Donald Trump right now. Uh, we we know that uh, there are some payments that were made to Stormy Daniels and Playboy model Karen McDougal. Uh, can you detail a little bit about uh, Michael Cohen and sort of set the table uh, for who that character is and how he plays into these charges? Well, Michael Cohen... Uh... <laughs> My my article talks about the fact that he paid Stormy Daniels one hundred and thirty thousand dollars. But uh, watching more on the case in the news, he actually received about four hundred and twenty thousand dollars all told. Uh, most of that went to paying his income taxes uh, because he didn't he didn't actually report this correctly. He said it was lawyers' fees, and he had to re- report that as income. So he also had to pay income tax on that. Um, but what Michael Cohen did was he he paid off Stormy, Stormy Daniels to not disclose what had happened, and then turned around and in a series of billings charged Donald Trump's organizations uh, a total of over four hundred thousand dollars to cover his income tax, but pay off to Stormy Daniels, etc. And because he had. Um, he had to file documents with the government those were false and Mm -hmm. he then got convicted disbarred served prison time uh and is not generally considered a really reliable witness when you take him into court and that that's pretty much the summary of of his part in this. So now the details have come out that he has received four hundred and twenty thousand dollars. He's um he's a fixer essentially, right? That's sort of his his job, his role within the the Trump administration. That's that's the term they use. It, it sounds a little little like he's in the mob, but yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, it definitely does. I mean, all of this, I think, kind of comes across as a little shady. I mean, there's certainly some murky details and a lot of question marks about this. But this payment, uh, this was made right before, uh, can you clarify this? It was made right before the 2016 presidential election, right? So would this have influenced uh, the the election or been uh, you know, a violation of any sort of um, campaign laws? It's it's a violation in in this case of New York's reporting laws. Uh, if it is a violation of federal law, the feds haven't gone after him. But I think 
New York is alluding to the fact that that is the underlying crime which brings this up from a misdemeanor to a felony. Mm-hmm. Okay. So essentially you follow the money and you see this payment that's made to Michael Cohen and you can prove the entire thing against Trump. Is that what you're arguing? Yeah. Um, in addition, I'm arguing the fact that if we look at Donald Trump's last three decades in business, he has he has 3,500 to 4,000 lawsuits against him for basically um, reneging on deals that he made with contractors, real estate agents, other lawyers, and yet here's all this all this billing from Michael Cohen, and no questions. You know, I will get you a check right away. I won't argue with you about what this is for. And really, that's a, a, a thing where you look at it and you say there's an absence of something that should be here, which is Donald Trump arguing a bill. Yeah, the idea being that if he's going to renege on these payments uh, and and stiff several different organizations and payments, he's probably not going to issue this payment, no questions asked, of $420,000 to Michael Cohen. Do we know any details about what that money, like, was it labeled as anything or was it just deemed as, as legal fees that Donald Trump was paying Cohen? It was, I believe, billed as legal fees and recorded as such, which is not exactly what it is. And that's problematic uh, because his reporting requirements in New York would would require him to disclose that it is something other than what they reported it as. So now Donald Trump uh, issued, uh, issued a tweet addressing this and says, Mr. Cohen, an attorney, received a monthly retainer not from the campaign and having nothing to do with the campaign from which he entered into through reimbursement, a private contract between two parties known as a non-disclosure agreement or NDA. And then the tweet goes on with several other components to it as well, which you embedded into your article, just for some context here. It seems to me, uh, Dr. Shepard, that there is there is certainly a spin being put on this. How do you think that this is going to be talked about from Trump's camp? Uh, with with all due respect to Mr. Trump, he is a guy that certainly is able to slip out of things quite easily. And it, it, I'm not sure which audience he's playing to there. If he's playing to his supporters, he's trying to explain that away. If he's playing to the courts, I don't know how much value they're going to put in that. Hmm. Um, it is it is a counter argument. Um, but one would question how good a businessman he really is if he is that fuzzy on exactly what payments are going to. So this is essentially the smoking gun then in this case. Without it, yeah. does Trump still get get formally charged or face, uh, face any sort of legal um, repercussion here? I think he's he's likely to get out of the majority of the, the counts against him, but given the sheer number, I I think something's going to stick. Hmm. Um, I'm not sure what. I'm not a lawyer. Uh, I, I am previously an accountant by training, uh, and uh, I think they're they're going to find something that's gonna that's gonna hold water and apply to him.
I would think from your perspective as a former accountant that getting your hands on Trump's financial records would be so interesting. I mean, what a treasure trove to try to dive into, right? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not sure they'd be interested, interesting to anybody other than accountants. <laughs> they, they certainly would, once you start to put things together, I think you start to see tracks running through there that you would find very puzzling and the answers might be very disturbing. Sure. Well, we'll see how it all plays out, Dr. Shepard. Thank you so much for your time and uh, sharing your insight on this. And thanks for having me. Of course. Take care. That's Dr. Jerry Paul Shepard, an associate professor of business administration at Simon Fraser University, suggesting that it's accountants who look into uh, following the money that could seal Trump's fate.